0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Are linebackers the new running backs? It is Ira Paul the original Debo Samuel Stan. And with me is AJ, Emerald City Gino Marchese. Uh, I remember
0: you were only a, a Debo Stan in Mobile. So it really, Nagy's original Debo
1: Stan. You're the original Geno Stan. That's, that's very true. Today, we'll continue our 2022 NFL Draft position rankings with the linebackers. Let's hit it!
0: Going out to Vegas, gonna set my draft, gonna set my draft on fire seven 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 rounds in heaven with my lady driving out to vegas baby looking for a stingley or tibetoe who's gonna bat Who's going to wage your future picks away? Who's going to reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds
1: together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Tons of people take a multivitamin. And it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, The nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. You'll be notified when rooms go live as long as you come with your spiciest takes. AJ, what's your spiciest take about, <laughs> about linebackers? <laughs>
0: Fuck. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Uh, I actually
1: have a real question for you. I, I just, I got back into the bit by accident.
0: Oh yeah, what's your real question?
1: Um. Do you think linebackers should go the way of running backs Uh, with how we view them as first round players? Like, should should we fully be, regardless of what you see on tape, almost should we fully be ignoring them in the first round of the draft?
0: I think that's hard to put in, you know,
1: in that that tight of a box, you know, because look at Michael Parsons, you know, he, he did my my so I guess my argument that because that's obviously the clear cut argument for no, that's a stupid take, Rob, but he almost doesn't count.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because he's as much a pass rusher as he is an off-ball linebacker, whereas pretty much every other first-round linebacker we're going to talk about is purely an off-ball player.
0: Right. And on the flip side, if you want to flip the comparison to running back, there really isn't those, like, high-end guys, maybe except for Christian McCaffrey, who you're arguing that, like, you know, he's more of a wide receiver than a running back, but even then, so McCaffrey's still running. You know what I mean? Like, So, there's that argument both ways. So, I think I agree with you to the point that they are the running back of the defense because, like, literally that's what, you know. But uh, totally eliminating them from the first round, I don't know. But but not taking one top 10, yes. Not taking one top 15, 20, mm, leaning that way. Uh, can
1: I, I, can, I yeah, can, can, can I read you all the off-ball linebackers? I'll include Micah Parsons in this. But all the off-ball linebackers drafted in the first round since 2015. Go. Not good. Stephon Anthony. Worked out. Shaq, who I forgot existed. Shaq Thompson. Darren Lee. Reuben Foster. Gerard Davis. Rashawn Evans. Leighton Vanderesh, Tremaine Edmonds. Devin Bush. Devin White. Patrick Queen, Jordan Brooks, Kenneth Murray, Isaiah Simmons, John Davis, Zayvon Collins, Micah Parsons. So even when we had, you know, the Bush
0: and White coming out, I think we both were on the th- the bandwagon, like, linebacker value is not in the top ten, right? Um, and like, right.
1: I, I'm with you on that, for and, sure. Yeah,
0: and, you know, when we're talking about guys, you know, the other flip side, obviously the pass rushing element, but don't draft guys that are just run, you know, run first, and which is... You know, already gone the way of the dodo. But even guys that you think are going to come in and have high effect in the passing game, like Isaiah Simmons was labeled as, you know, being this versatile piece, uh, that hasn't really worked out either. So no, I'm like, I'm, I'm arguing your side here. So I lean, I lean your way. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like a, a, a 100% definite rule, but you know, I lean, I lean that way. So like, like or, very similar or, to running or, back, yeah. I,
1: I feel like maybe. If, if you want to do it as a watered down version of the running back, you don't take them until, unless you're like a contender mm. picking in the 25 to 32 range. And like that's the clear need. Yeah. Yeah. Because really, if you look at all those names I listed, like Shaq Thompson's a good player, mm. but obviously, and he was the 25th pick, but obviously not great. Most of these other guys are complete busts. Leighton Van has had a great rookie of Nothing since Tremaine. I've been. Yeah. Oh, I missed Roquan Smith, by the way. Who mm-hmm. he's the he's the big big outlier. Yeah, where he's an all pro type off ball linebacker. Was he worth the eighth pick?
0: Exactly. Like that. Even that being said, I love Roquan Smith. I think he's great. Uh, I think he was worth like you know like he was a top ten player in that class. Uh, how many playoff games has he, has he, you know, how many playoff games have the Bears and been to
1: right? I, I think if you were to rank of all the, the linebackers I said, the top three, Michael Parsons would be one. Roquan Smith would be two. Clearly one and two. And I think Devin White's probably three, and yeah. Devin White's not, not that great. Devin White can't cover. Devin White, the Bucks blitz the hell out of him, yeah. which goes back to, like, it's, it's almost like if you're going to be an impactful first-round linebacker, unless you're the outlier of Roquan Smith who can actually cover— You have to be a guy who can affect the pass rush, whether it be as a true pass rusher like Parsons or kind of an elite off-ball blitzer like Devin White.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's fair.
1: Um, Do you have any first-round grades in this class? Yeah, I do. I do, and and I think that it's worth noting, like, if you're going to have a first-round grade, that doesn't mean you, if you were a GM, you would take them in the first round, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But I do. I have two. I have none. I'm... Kind of shocked.
0: Two borderline first-round grades.
1: Um, we're getting at least one line off-ball linebacker in the first round for sure. Yeah, Uh he's gonna get overdrafted. But um, overall, it's interesting when you look at the linebackers in the last five drafts because, like. Even that thing I was just reading out, they list like half the guys on this list are edge rushers who were Mm first-round linebackers. So these numbers aren't right. But last year it was 22. The year before that, 38. The year before that, 31. The year before that, 39. 2017, 29. So I think probably truly like there's like 25-ish off-ball linebackers uh, who get drafted. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I think it's like that 22 to 25 range again.
1: Yeah. Which uh, I, I have a lot of late day three draftables, mm-hmm. because you know me and my special teams linebackers. <laughs> um, but I, I I don't know the the this linebacker class as a whole. I think it's fun. I think it's kind of like in the middle of terms of pos- position yeah. talents in this yeah. class.
0: Where where's the thickness of this group for
1: you? Like what round? Third. Me too. Exactly third. Yeah. But, but uh, because uh, like I have these third-round grades, I bet these guys could go – like, some of them are going to go in the second round, though. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, like, I think day two is the sweet spot in terms of my grades and obviously yours as well if you don't have any first-rounders.
0: I've, I've um, got two borderline. So, like, you know, I throw that 25 to 40 range. Like, they, they are and they aren't. Not a yeah. true 1st grade.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a couple – like, there's a couple of fourth, fifth guys that I like a lot who I would be willing to – take and think can I can develop into something. Um, especially because, again, I, I just think there's such a lack of value in off-ball linebackers now. Um, with that being said, now I'm really interested to see what your order is. With that being said, who wh- which off-ball linebacker in this class do you think has the highest four? Ready to come in day one, be an impact player. And I think a lot of the time, rookie off-ball linebackers do get... A, the, the linebacker position has some clout to it. Where it's like, if you're the best rookie off ball linebacker, you're thick in the race of defensive rookie of the year. Yeah, that's true.
0: Highs floor is a tough one for me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Who'd you put? I think I think I can confidently say it's N'Kobe Dean.
0: Okay. I see. I I I had these. I Dean and his teammate Quay Walker like back and forth between high floor and best Bet.
1: Okay. I think. Yeah. I, I think it's Nicobe Dean solely because um, he ran the show at Georgia on yeah. that Georgia defense. Yeah. Obviously, he's full of NFL talent, but he, he was kind of the, the alpha in the room. And I think that's important, especially with a Mike linebacker, to be able to kind of day one be the play caller in the huddle, be able to put guys in the right positions, which you saw at Georgia on tape. Like, you, you see him get guys in the right spots. Like, mm-hmm. he's getting Quay Walker in the right spot. He's getting Channing, Channing Tyndall in the right spot. Uh, you get that with him. Um, obviously, we didn't didn't get his testing numbers, but even without yeah, them, yeah, like I'm important. pretty confident <laughs> he's a he's a freak show of a downhill athlete. Yeah, the, the explosiveness
0: but, jumps off the screen immediately from the first snap.
1: And the the thing that really stands out from with him too to me is like he's not just the downhill. like because you'll oh, there's always gonna be off-ball linebackers who have downhill explosion, but that doesn't mean they've got the ability to kind of play in space, work backwards, flip their hips, mm-hmm. um, have that same lateral explosion—he's got all that. He checks all that. You, you you can see him sniff out swing routes and blow people up in the backfield, getting downhill like that. Yeah. But you'll you'll also see him like sometimes he'll he'll pick up a tight end down the seam, and and you can see him flip the hips. Or the Florida game is the perfect example when they split out. Uh, I don't know, maybe it was Damian Pierce. They split their running back out wide, and he was literally like lined up like a corner. And you just saw him click and close and pick six the ball. Like, things yeah. like that. And and obviously, it's all going to come back to he's 5'11", 229 with short arms. And, and that's um, the only reason he's that...
0: not my highest floor, but he's my best bad. He...
1: And, and I think that's the only reason he's not being looked at as a Roquan Smith-level yeah. linebacker. Not, that's not even to say Roquan Smith was huge, but Roquan Smith, uh, I think it was more palatable his size. yeah. Whereas Nekobe Dean's got sub-32-inch arms. It's five, eleven, two twenty-nine, and you don't get the testing. Like I feel like just not getting the testing really, mm-hmm. at least in terms of how the media views him, has really hurt him. Yeah. Because if, if he had gone out and run four, five flat, had an incredible three cone, all the things we expected. He'd be a for sure I pick don't, in every mock draft. Exactly. And and it's not like his play has gotten like uh, I, I who was I think uh I was listening to the Exemplist pod and, and Seth Gulino was talking about how Nicoby Dean hasn't played uh hasn't played football in 2 months and over the last 2 or since what whenever January yeah. and over that time his stock has dropped but nobody's played football why is his dropping it's all just because we don't have his athletic numbers but again he's a guy who on tape isn't someone you worry about athletically
0: no, I mean, not at all. I mean, like I said, it's instant. And he's like, you know, there's a lot of, like, straight line athletes and explosive dudes. But he's also lo- loose as hell. And there's an the instant change Fluid. of direction. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, you know, he's he always... He's got the IQ. Exactly. Yeah, he does. I mean, the one thing, like, you know, he'll kind of, like... Like, what's so fun about him is, like, he'll just smash, like, into the line or through the line. And he'll stick his nose in anywhere. But <laughs> sometimes he's just, like, triggering on, like, a pre-snap read and guessing wrong. You know what I mean? But then he's got the good... um quickness and recovery ability to to get back into his proper place right um and yeah i I, again i don't i don't worry about him like he's got good i don't i don't think he's got great instincts but good instincts
1: especially i think his instincts you feel better about when you see other guys in the class i started out with nicobe yeah like when i went through it i I started with like kind of the bigger names me too um and uh I, i i thought like yeah good instincts like yeah be instincts but then as you watch more and more guys it's true i'd reflect and be like oh no his are way better than everyone else
0: that's fair that's fair yeah i guess
1: that is fair like Um, he 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 and it helps his obviously again getting off blocks with that lack of size is the big concern but he can beat guys guards to the spot he reads keys well enough with that athleticism to be a step ahead so it doesn't impact him as much as it might another guy Mm -hmm. um no for sure but obviously and, and, and i mean the size is kind of the only thing i think that almost for me at least holds you back for giving him highest floor highest ceiling and best bet yeah that's right and, and just making content for the show yeah I think, I think yeah, that's yeah fair. exactly um and like he plays with his hair on fire yeah. and going back to what i was saying about devin white earlier like i think nicobe dean can cover so i'm not like he you you see him play in space enough um and he carry tight ends downfield. Yeah. But he's also an awesome blitzer. His oh, yeah. timing and understanding. And, like, Georgia just used him, Quay Walker and Channing Tindall, as pass rushers, essentially. Uh, and, and Dean was such an expert at it. The timing was ridiculous. The,
0: the timing plus athletic uh, explosion. And, like, just his ability to get small and knife through those gaps, the, the feel for it is is really impressive. Uh, you know, he gets his hands up in the passing lane, too, which I feel like a lot of these backers don't in, in this class.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, yeah, like you said, like he's perfectly flowy in zone. He gets good depth. He's got clean feet. Like you said, he, he'll line up at corner versus running backs and look natural. And also, you know, I appreciate when, when quarterbacks are scrambling, he finds a guy and sticks, which is another thing a lot of these linebackers don't do. Um, he's not perfect. Uh, he's my linebacker one. I don't mean to spoil Same. anything. He's, he's my linebacker one.
1: Which it's, it's funny to me that, like, I feel like, it's not a hot take, but that's not seems to not be the norm.
0: A lot of people have like think Devin Lloyd's like a top fifteen player and then like, you know, Nicole like uh, twenty to thirty, but I'm
1: like, uh you see Devin Lloyd go top ten in mocks and Dean not go in the first round. Yeah,
0: that I don't understand. And yeah, I think well, it's literally just he is size. bigger. Yeah, it's literally now I have them neck and neck. I I, I do too. But I, I, I'm i taking Dean over... I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Dean over over Lloyd. Um, I'm, I'm taking Dean over Lloyd, and I'm taking Dean at 28 before I'm taking Lloyd at 10. Oh, yeah. All day long. Yeah. Like, that's... Not, not to, you know
0: what the big tiebreaker was for me? I mean, I, I like him more watching him. Um, but Nicobe Dean's 21 years old.
1: Uh, that... I know. It comes back to that a little bit for me, too, right? Because yeah. it's... Like, he's two years younger than Devin Lloyd. Exactly. And, and yeah, Devin Lloyd will
0: be 24 by October, and, and Dean will be... Uh, 22 in like December. So yeah, exactly two two full years, like you just said. Um, and now I think I think Devin Lloyd has the highest ceiling in this class, and I put him there. Um, but okay. yeah, but yeah, you no, know, I I think I don't know. Best bet is Nicobe Dean for me. Um, and and for my highest floor, if we can move on, uh, I mean I could have done double Dean. I really should have. But, but... we did
1: highest floor.
0: No, I my my highest floor is Quay Walker. I've talked of Quay Walker. Yeah.
1: no it's not. Stop playing. Yeah, he's my high ceiling, so that's a good time to Okay, talk. see, for me, I think you're
0: just getting a dude uh, that is already a really, really good run defender. You know, he he obviously tests a
1: great 4-5-2, great cone. Uh, everything except he's for the also Bert almost two years younger than Devin Lloyd. Yeah, he's also young. <laughs> I think, wait, is Quay Walker your LB3? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, and I I kind of think he's LB3 by a significant margin.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I think I only have one other second-round grade. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I do. And it's okay. a late second. I have Quay in like the early mid second. Like, I I could see a pat Like, if the Lions took Quay Walker at 32, I don't hate it. I like that. He, yeah. You're, so, you, you go ahead and talk him up as a run defender. Then I want to talk about what I think he can do in coverage.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, he's got great range. You, you see that flow with the play really well. The instincts are, are, are very solid. Uh, another guy that uses his length really well to stay off blocks. And then, like, that nice closing burst to, to meet the ball carrier. Um, I love his like backside pursuit effort and just ability to make plays from the backside. And and I think he's just safe. Like He's patient. He doesn't over-pursue. And I, I don't think there's a lot of holes in his game as a run defender.
1: And so you get this 6'4", 240-pound linebacker yeah. who runs a 4.52. Sounds like he's made in a lab to defend the run. I think he is one of the best space operators in this class. And I think he's one of the only guys in this class who kind of was asked to cover tight ends consistently or play this. Uh, 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 there's a couple of guys who played the overhang role, yeah. but just cause you played an overhang role doesn't mean you're good at it. Jojo <coughs> Doman. Um, but uh, Quay Walker had this, this great ability to um, kind of mirror tight ends or, or slots and, you understood how to use his size to take advantage of of those types of players. Uh and then yeah, he's got the, the long speed to carry guys deep. And yeah. he's he I thought he had like pretty good instincts uh in, in zone. Um there's there's a very specific player in the NFL right now that I love who he reminds me of and maybe that's why I love Quay Walker so much. But uh you're also getting a guy who I think can kind of play any of the linebacker spots yeah like if you're not comfortable having him be an every down player immediately like he's got the size to be a sandbacker and and you just talked up what he can do kind of as a, a strong run defender in that role if you only want to play him like 15 snaps a game or whatever um i think he's clearly got the athleticism to play will and then play in space yeah uh and then he, the five star pedigree, the athleticism, the size, the physicality like, he wasn't asked to be a true Mike on that Georgia defense because Nicobe Dean was there. But I do wonder if he was at a different program where you don't have an ultra perfect Mike linebacker like Nicobe Dean, like what he could have done in that role. So it gives me confidence that that's somewhere he can develop because, again, he's under 22 still. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think I'm a little lower on his uh, pass coverage ability right now. But all the uh, all the potential is there. I, I think he's like still like a little just unsure of himself in zone at times. He,
1: I just he, I think he's unbelievably fluid for a 6'4 four linebacker. He, he definitely is, and he's got great qu- quick um, foot quickness, and he uses that length well to kind of match up against tight ends. So there's two guys. There's a guy in the DB class that I really like as a tight end stopper too. But uh, yeah, quay, quay for this group. For
0: sure. Also like super effective getting out on screens. Like you see that range there too. Can can just blow shit up. And, how um, how how did how did Georgia have like the three fastest linebackers in the class? I don't know. They won the national championship game, so it, it made sense. Um,
1: <laughs> they're just juicing those times.
0: Wait, sorry, Dean. We don't know if he's fast. He's probably slow. He didn't test. D- D-
1: D- Dean runs a four nine. It's <laughs> um, an outlier.
0: So my my highest ceiling is uh, Devin Lloyd from Utah, who really I. I'm not in on him like a lot of people are. Uh, the testing is really it's, good. Yeah, go ahead. It's
1: it's it's weird when we get a player like this where it's like neither clearly neither of us are low on him, but the the major media is like too high on him yeah. that you almost want to like drag him a bit. But even if you like him, you know what I mean.
0: That's why I have like my ultimate shade throwing comp for Devin Lloyd, um, just for, for personal. Uh, but yeah, I mean he's you know he's huge. He it's Aaron he,
1: Curry. Exactly.
0: Um, (laughs) you know, but he's got that like angular long build, uh, played all over the linebacker, like every linebacker spot. Um, you know, you see, I don't know, like when I threw on his first game, like obviously we watched a lot of Utah this year, it took longer than I hoped that for him to jump off the tape. Like, you know, like of a guy that I expect like, okay, some people think he's a top 10 pick. It it took a little bit, but you know, you got the range as a tackler and the flashy plays come and you know, he's a long stride mover. He covers a lot of ground in the run. Like he, he's making he's making explosive plays sideline, you know, to the sideline. And I think it's really impressive the way he slips blocks. He's just like got that slippery upper half. You know, just uses his, his quickness to slip blocks. He's like I think he's pretty good in his gap responsibilities. And he's he, got the he's, heavy hands,
1: yeah. He's a guy who I think when looking at him versus Nacobe Dean, it's w- one of them makes real like, okay, that makes it sound like the Dean doesn't make really splashy plays. But Devin Lloyd makes these absurd plays every once in a while. Yeah. That I think brings a brighter light his way. Whereas Nicobe Dean's a more consistent player snap to snap. Yeah, uh, I-, I have more trust in Nicobe Dean's instincts. I have more trust in his cover ability. Yeah. I think Devon Lloyd Devin Lloyd's like fine enough in coverage. Like he can he can uh uh drop in zone and like kind of um disrupt passing lanes. But like he's not a guy that I feel comfortable with like picking up a running back who's split out wide. Um and, and you'll see like Utah kinda had him play edge sometimes. Yeah. Which, in my mind, I don't know if that's good or not. Because, like, obviously it's good that he's got the versatility and he he could be an effective pass rusher in that way. But was that more they weren't comfortable kind of asking him to truly cover on passing downs?
0: I think that's a good point. I I do think that gives him the Michael
1: Parsons bump, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah some teams are going to sell themselves on this is Micah and it's going to be the Jets at four
0: <laughs> he's good at it he's good playing actually he's got a good kid he's got active hands he plays with good leverage a little bit dude. yeah no he
1: he's he's a twitchy guy and, he, yeah. and like I mean the difference I think between him and Dean and their athleticism is that like obviously they're both downhill explosive freak shows but I I don't think Devin Lloyds is um laterally explosive nor as comfortable kind of moving in reverse right like yeah, um, I and I think to me that's the big difference. And now I have first round grades on them both, and I have Nicobe Dean just a hair ahead. And like, part of that comes down to my my uh, my new way to break ties. And it's not even just age; it's coolness factor. Nicobe Dean's just cooler. It is what it is. You know, what, um, my
0: my my two my two tiebreakers were that uh, Dean was a lot more fun for me to watch. It, it was f- yeah, that's snap, coolness. It's cool, and that's- he's younger. That's that was my two big ones.
1: And he's shorter. You, you like short kings, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Devon Devon Lloyd's too tall to play linebacker, um, but the I guess the other thing like Devon, which I I think this is weird that like Devon Lloyd, similar to Aiden Hutchinson's, kind of been tagged with this um, culture building type character. Yeah, I don't. Why is Nickobe Dean not have that tag? There's so many dogs on that defense. That's why. <laughs> Too many, too many dogs.
0: Too many dogs in the kitchen. Yeah, that's as that, the old saying goes.
1: Ultimately, if we're three months into the NFL season, like I feel pretty confident both these guys are starting and both are in the defensive rookie of the year race. Yeah. Um, but I think five years from now, uh, Nicole Dean is going to have a better chance to be a more impactful player, whereas Devin Lloyd might be the guy with more Pro Bowls. I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, because because Devin Lloyd's going to be a name the fans, I think, get a better idea of and make splashier plays. Oh, my, my comp
0: is perfect then. If, if.
1: I'm so excited to hear who your comp it's, is. I don't know
0: how you're going to feel, but everything you're saying, like, narratively lines up with this player.
1: I can't wait. But, like, you know what I mean? How there's just some guys who make the Pro Bowl every year because they've got the name and the, the, yeah. the 10 splashy plays. They look like a Hall of Famer, but they're not as great snap to snap. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be Devin Lloyd, whereas Nicobe Dean's like going to be that dude that draft Twitter, NFL analytics, Twitter is going to be like, this is the best off ball linebacker in the league. I think, I think that, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I the just, big
0: difference is that like Dean's
1: instincts are way better than Devin Lloyd's, too. Exactly. And I think um, with that, like I think Nicobe Dean's a true mic at the NFL level. I think Devin Lloyd's best spot would be as a will, where it's like you take some of those responsibilities off him, you just like let him go out there and yeah. be a. Uh, uh, an explosive athlete.
0: Yeah, no that that's very fair.
1: But I also worry that a team will draft him and like stick him at mike and like his instincts will impact his ability there and the combination of kind of having lesser instincts and lesser coverability to dean is like that's the biggest thing to me.
0: Yeah, I mean I I I think linebackers are becoming more and more of a spot where like I don't know, we in, in the past you didn't look at it like or maybe the perception of the fans is more like, okay, you're a linebacker, you're plugging and playing. It's kind of all the same. You know what I mean? Like, system to system. And obviously, that's not true to like 3 4 and 4 3. But like, uh, team fit means a lot for this position, like in, in today's NFL, I feel like, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, both schematically in terms of how your defensive coordinator is going to be willing to exactly. deploy you. Like, yeah. Micah Parsons ended up with. the uh, like uh, the best spot Dan Quinn best a coordinator in the world yeah like Dan Quinn's not a guy who had too much pride to uh be like this guy has to play the role I I I have my off ball linebacker play like he just yeah went effort mode and put Michael Parsons in the best spot he could to have the best defense he could um so yeah I think I think that's a good point uh want to move on to value pick yeah let's do it I mean I so, think
0: you're going to guess my value pick uh, months out now. I'm sticking with my guy, Darian
1: Beavers, baby. The He's, he's the right pick. He's my pick, too. And I yeah. felt bad doing it because I knew he'd be yours. But I, I also have a hard time gauging, like, where the LBs 11 to 20 are going to go because I think you could have them in a lot of different orders. Um, I think Darian Beavers is a fourth-round guy. Me too. And that makes him the perfect value pick because his combo of – size athleticism um and and kind of shockingly f- fluid hips and understanding how to use size to cover makes him a really interesting mm. guy
0: yeah and i think that's what it is for me like like people were shitting on his athleticism all fall i'm like i think beavers moves pretty good and i think that's what it is he, it's, he uses his size well and he's a really fucking big dude he's like 6'4 240 ish um Man, I I to me well first of all he has a background playing safety and edge, which is <laughs> yeah freaky. And he's a UConn transfer, which obviously uh DBU, so he knows what he's doing there. Um but I from the first snap you watch at Darren Beavers, man, his his quickness to avoid blockers is, is freaky. Uh like maybe some of the best, like with the top dudes in the class. Like you can just slip blocks so easily. Uh watch the Alabama game, he did it consistently. Um, plus, you know, he's that frame, so he's got that strength. Um, he, he can shoot the gaps. Also, he's, like, you know, he, he'll he have his gap responsibility. Like, he's fundamentally sound. Like, there's not a lot of, like, holes for him in the run game. Like, he, his range isn't great, even though he's like, a pretty good athlete. Well, I think his hips are a bit tight, and I think that's where, like, the lack of athleticism knock goes. But Look at the testing. And I think, like, that shows up in, like, open field tackles. And I like to see him tackle, like, finish tackles more consistently, but... Other than that, I, I love Beavers. And he's another guy. He's got, like, pass rush potential going back to that edge history. You know, he could split a gap as a blitzer. And I, I think I think, a, I think he's, he's decent in zone. He's not going to offer, like, plus coverage, but I, I think he's fine.
1: I think at minimum, like, he's a legitimate starting Sam linebacker. And obviously that doesn't mean a whole lot in today's NFL. But, yeah. like, it's still a guy who I think can be your starting Sam linebacker and moonlight at at will if if you're down your will. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe get deployed in some interesting ways and definitely a guy who's going to help on special teams, which yeah. is the most important thing when looking at a linebacker always.
0: <laughs> Funny enough, you said uh, linebacker 11 because he is my linebacker 11.
1: He's the perfect linebacker 11. He
0: is the perfect linebacker 11.
1: He's um, the perfect fourth-round pick. I feel like sleeper is a little tricky in this class. It is because I, I felt as if – so what do we normally say for sleepers? Like, sixth seventh ish yeah, yeah it's hard because i don't know necessarily what the consensus is on how like these said, linebackers are stacked yeah
0: after 11 11 through 20 i don't it's i feel like it's really like pick your flavor you know what i mean there's a lot i feel like looking and, through rankings there's a lot of different opinions
1: like i picked two guys like i i put i broke two down because they're the two who stood at the most and uh one i have a fifth round grade on the other i have a sixth round grade on but like I'd also wouldn't shock if both went undrafted. Like, I just don't really know.
0: Mm-hmm. So what I did is I, I picked a guy I don't like that much, but he's just the, he's just a freak. And you could probably guess it's Brandon Is it Smith.
1: Brandon Smith? Yeah. So Brandon Smith was made to play linebacker in a lab. He's the yeah. most confusing one of them all. He's 6'4", 250, and a four five two. He The, the longest 30, arms in the group. Almost 35-inch yeah. arms. Yeah. Like, yeah. r- just ridiculous. He, he, uh, he he's only, t- he. I think he's the youngest, too. He's, he like, just, just turned, 20. turned 21. Yeah, a few
0: days ago. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> he's, he's coming from LBU at Penn State. He's got the 37.5-inch vert, a 10.8 uh, broad, a 6.943 cone. Like, everything is just, he is the perfect athlete at linebacker. Um, and then you throw on the tape, and it's like, <laughs> La- well la the year before his tape was better i thought 2020 hmm. where he's playing more of an overhang yeah. and then he was he-, he was asked to be like the micah parsons this year which he just doesn't have that uh he misses a lot of tackles he doesn't know where he is sometimes yeah it's like the athleticism looks like it should translate to coverage but like he just doesn't have great spatial awareness sometimes and doesn't have great eyes yeah um uh, but other times you do see the athleticism translate in coverage. And I thought that happened more in 2020 when he was playing that overhang role. Uh, but he also like, he just doesn't, sometimes he like seems like he doesn't want to tackle or be on the field. He's I don't know. He's, he's a, yeah. he's a really strange one. Cause I guarantee some, some teams going to be like, we can teach him. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. How high do you think he like you, would you be shocked if you went in the fourth round?
0: No, not at all. I, I, I have him the sixth, uh, like early 6. It's just the the traits, man. He, like the instincts are bad. Like he doesn't recognize plays really well. He he reacts it's like he, he's reacting slow to, to all the keys. Um like you said he doesn't would, tackle well. Yeah.
1: I would I would draft him turn him into a tight end.
0: Well, I you know what the thing the thing kind of interesting is like he rushes the passer decently and he's got some potential there. So maybe like that's his thing. I mean, at 6'4" 250, he's,
1: he's almost there. Like I mean, if you're drafting him, he's a complete project anyway. Mhm. <laughs> like because because my, my mind's similar place where it's like i kind of think his best spot would be like this big nickel thing right like devondre campbell spacey. played yeah. uh, devondre campbell's basically like this big nickel and that's how he became an all pro this year yeah. can i can i teach brandon smith how to do that but like he's worth the gamble in the sixth round i think yeah. just because like you can't find a thing like a person like this uh, and I can, if I'm worried about finding a special teams linebacker, don't worry. Plenty are going to be undrafted. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll just I'll just sign Chance Campbell, and I'm going to feel okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I think that's a good pick for this. Uh, so I wrote two down. Um, my first is Aaron Hansford from Texas A and M. I like Hansford. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He he's a good combo. Uh, former tight end. Good combo of um kind of downhill aggression and i f- was kind of shocked at his i thought he was pretty confident in coverage i thought he looked really natural carrying tight ends down the field he could flip his hips a little bit yep. um and, and I, I in the fifth round i like the idea of a 6'2 239 pound linebacker who who can cover a tight end a little bit and uh isn't afraid to stick his nose in yeah. um and, and and uh with run fits for a converted, um, you know, uh, tight end wide receiver, whatever the
0: hell he was. I was surprised how uh, aggressive he is.
1: Yeah, he didn't test as well as I w- would have liked. I thought mm. he looked more athletic on tape. Yeah. Um, but so I like him because uh, I think there's some Sam potential with the aggression and the, the size Yeah. Uh, there. And then my other guy is Jeremiah Gamel, who I just think has really good instincts. I think mm. he does a really good job reading keys, sniffing stuff out, getting downhill, filling. Uh, the issue there is he, he's a little bit small, um, yeah. which he, he, once he's blocked, he's kind of stuck. That happens a lot and he's not great in coverage. Uh, but I just, I fall for a linebacker with instincts. That's funny. We need, especially my, in this class.
0: Yeah. We, we named my linebackers 17, 18 and 19 and they're all like have early six, de- like grades for me
1: <laughs> in that, the order that I mean, we, like, we I, named them. Yeah. That, that's like, I, that was my 15, 16 and 17. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's 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 tough there. Who, who'd who you look at as your deep sleeper?
0: I'm just going back to the well again, to my, my guy, Coin Dang Baby. Speaking of uh, freaky size and length at 6'5", 244, uh, he missed, like, a tested, lot of <laughs> –
1: Tested horribly. Yeah, didn't
0: test very well. No, it didn't. Uh, he didn't. He he missed a lot of time in 2021. Um, but, like, I, I don't know. I still like him, man. Like, he's he didn't test well, but he still, he's like – s- He's gonna be so good in XFL. He, he's a, he's an XFL star. Uh, he's still like you know he's got that range. Like he uses that length well. And he, yeah, he's gonna get washed. But he's still like learning out of like linebacker, and he has been
1: for he, years. But do you know who his top brass comp is? Uh, who was it? KJ Wright. Yeah, of course,
0: of course it was because the, the 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 length. Um, yeah, I, I, st- I still I still coming back to Coin I don't know when you're going deep, why not why not take a guy that big.
1: Um, the, the, that's a good pick. I, I picked a guy who I should have been at the combine, was at the senior bowl, had a very good senior bowl week. And because he wasn't at the combine, I, I'm calling him a deep sleeper. He probably isn't, or no, he definitely isn't. Uh, but I'm going with Sterling Weatherford from Mac who big safety in college at 6'4, 224. Uh, asked to play a shocking amount of single high for a jumbo safety. Um, Made the transition a linebacker at the Senior Bowl. I, for the and, record,
0: I still got him at safety, but I'm not I'm not so sure. The,
1: uh, there's two guys who I, I wasn't sure about, and it was him and Treat Carpenter from Georgia Tech. Yeah, yeah. And, and both played linebacker at the Senior Bowl, and I did Weatherford as a linebacker but kept Carpenter as a safety. Okay, interesting. And part,
0: I, did, I did the reverse.
1: Okay, part of that for me was – I thought, like, Weatherford's athleticism was a tick below Carpenter's. I thought Carpenter's was enough that I could still look at him as, like, a big safety. Yeah, fair enough. But more realistically, I just didn't want to watch anyone else. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Weatherford had a nice senior bowl where he, he looked very natural in coverage, looked, looked better in the pass rush drills than a lot of the other yeah. off-ball linebackers. true. Uh, good athlete, plays hard, plays um, hard. And I'm just really looking at him as a special teams linebacker, anyway.
0: Yeah, no, Weatherford's a good football player. Um, Miles Kilbrew's my comp. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay, I have this guy my in, at number twenty. Did you do Kyron Johnson, linebacker or edge?
1: I did him as a linebacker. Okay, okay. Just he's so I think He's he think he I think he he's my twenty one. Okay, that's funny. But oh, do you want to know his comp though? Please, Dennis Gardeck my hero Uh, my deep deep sleeper is a guy who's actually Coing Dang's teammate Cam Good Ah, Cam Good Cam Good didn't I don't think he didn't get a senior bowl or didn't get senior bowl or a combine invite was kind of an undersized edge for Cal Uh, tested really well Mm -hmm. I love his intensity that athleticism and intensity I think he's really interesting as a Projected Sam linebacker who can play special teams, yeah.
0: Let's get
1: some pass rush upside. So that's my deep, deep super not very deep. Uh, wild card. I think I, there's a couple arguments.
0: I uh, I'm gonna make the argument for Damone Clark from LSU. Yeah, that's that's the best argument.
1: Yeah, because uh, you
0: know, obviously came at the combine and uh, had to get spinal fusion therapy after they found a, a dislocated uh, disc in his back, which is I, who knows where his stock is. But even then, some um, on the field, I'm not sure where his like even without this, I'm so, not sure where his stock would have been either.
1: I I, I would have put him here regardless of the yeah. the, because <laughs> I've seen him like people talking about him as a a clear day two guy, and I I, I purely based on tape, I have a fifth round grade on him. I, have a day I, two I don't grade like on him. him. I to I grade. don't like him very much. Uh, so I don't like him very much. And uh, like he's a really springy, explosive athlete. But I just don't think he has very good instincts. I don't think he can cover, yeah. and I, I think he's pretty consistently just cleaning up tackles. So he's racking up these tackle stats, and he's always around the ball. But he's—it's like, cool, you're making tackles eight yards downfield. Welcome to having an Alec Ogletree comp. <laughs> um, but yeah, the instincts and in, in coverage just worry the hell out of me, despite the ridiculous athleticism and build.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's obviously the two clear knocks. But like, I don't know. I, I like I like the athleticism. Like, it's not like. Like explosive burst, but he's got big speed if that makes sense, and he's got that speed to chase down. And I think he's high effort dude. Like he never quits on the play, which it makes me no. feel better about like that. Um, he's got heavy hands. I think he's a strong tackler, and like you know, he's just a see it and hit it type of dude right now. And my comp is John Davis, uh, in that kind of mold. I, I like the the motor. I don't know. I just think the the bits are there for that to, that to come together. And like he's got the athleticism to cover. You know. And, backs and linebackers and he's got like that interesting downfield burst as a blitzer but he's just like you know his eyes are really mad in in both the zone uh in in coverage and in you know as a run defender and that definitely the two knocks are huge and i think those are the clear knocks but i don't know still a guy that like you know i'm not sure i got a big group here he's in my big you know mid through round group and it's kind of hard
1: for me to separate those guys did you say his comp is Jamin davis yeah that was my comp and John Dave's not very good. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, the the thing with Clark is, if I, to me, if a team views him as a let's say a day two grade on tape, mm-hmm. like take him in the seventh round. Like, what else are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know it's obviously a big injury risk, but it guarantees you him. Obviously, if he goes undrafted, you're gonna if you love him, you're gonna be one of the teams trying to sign him undrafted. Yeah. So I I don't know. I just kind of think you if you really love the guy you would take him in the seventh round like that pick's not worth a whole ton
0: no definitely and like i i took out the injury like in my grading because i felt like yeah
1: unfair. we don't uh, i yeah. i feel like we 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 generally we both do that
0: yeah unless it's like you know some like long injury history where this guy's really not good like you know what i mean like he just yeah. can't stay on the field it's a little different because then you know he hasn't developed but like you know in the, in this situation where you find something at the fucking combine um, it's hard to kill a guy for it
1: I put two other wild cards. I put Dean here just because kind of for all the reasons we already said. Yeah. His stock has fallen for some reason, it seems like. Um, my other one's Leo Chennault yeah, of yeah, Wisconsin. I think that's the other one, yeah. Because he he's another linebacker who looks like he's built in the lab. 6'3", 250, hits you like a brick wall. Yeah. Ridiculous athleticism. Like, mind-boggling. But... Two things with him is I really don't think he can cover, mm-hmm. and he he looks super green in terms of uh playing the position, uh just because he doesn't. I don't think his instincts are very good, but he's like a, a forty and a half inch vert, ten eight broad, four five three forty six nine eight three cone, like just a a freak show at two fifty. Yeah, and he, he's only twenty one. Like a team, I think. Will sell themselves on that early second round, and yeah, that got, they can teach him.
0: I got a late second. Um, I like Chanel. Like I look, the size and that athleticism. I, I think I, I'm higher on his on his instincts than you are. And I think I think they're good. They're definitely not great, and I don't think they're bad either. But like I don't know, like just the way he he fucking explodes into the backfield. Like he makes so many plays in the backfield. Uh, 18 and a half TFLs this year. Like, you know, he's he, like you said, he hits like a brick wall. He's got that good range. He's always just looking to shoot that, that hole and make a play. And, he, like, he's always, like, even in, like, in the open field, it's pretty explosive. And he's just getting on ball carriers before they can even think to make a move. And I, I like that. Um, and, like, you know, he breaks he, – he has that, like, jump and, but breaks down good where a lot of these guys are kind of like, fly-by tacklers.
1: Um, but, like, you know, he, that, he... that
0: aggressiveness will take him out of a play at times too.
1: He's a guy who – I think going back to your point from earlier about how important scheme is for this position. Yeah. yeah. He's he's a guy like if he can be a linebacker beside someone who's like entrenched as the the kind of play the defensive play caller that like like, people the,
0: like Levante David and uh and Devin White.
1: Yes, because I think if you watch Wisconsin like Jack Sanborn's running that defense, <laughs> that's why you're LB2. And that's why he's my LB, too, because I'm just <laughs> based everything off uh, ability to yeah, understand football. Love it. Uh, but, yeah, like, if you can get him beside someone, like, who who's running the defense already yeah. and just really put him into position to be, like, the, the disruptive, hair on fire, hit you like a brick wall type dude, like, I, th- I think he quickly makes an impact. Do you think that
0: um, his coverage ability will
1: ever develop? Because he he definitely is bad. He he's awkward as hell. He's not adding anything. It's it it's interesting because like great like I I mean I think we both understand that forty time doesn't translate into cover ability. But mm-hmm. like the, the the change of direction stuff is what really stands out to me with him. Like he's an elite he's an elite explosion grade and an elite speed grade. But he also has a great agility grade with that shuttle and the three cone. So it makes me think like. Well, he's got the athleticism to change direction. Yeah, but I think he's a like, bit tight in the lower half, and you see it in play.
0: Even exactly, though, like, he has but, the athleticism.
1: Yeah, but if you can run the show on three like, can we unlock that? Can, can we fix that with you? I don't know. And I think and a lot odd, of it is just too worried.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it is like f- the feel. Around it. Like he's just like you watch him in zone. He's just kind of like standing there. He's not covering ground. Routes will go by his face, and he'll like have to like read and react and chase to pick them up. So I don't know. I, again, I. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to come, but I just love all the other parts. Of I, th- I, th-
1: I think the difference of who can cover and who can't in this class is pretty stark. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, or at least who who's fluid and who's stiff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best bet, the you Kobe said. You, yeah, yeah, mine, mine's Lloyd. Um, I'm surprised for, you put Lloyd for your best bet. Uh, it's content, AJ. I wanted to put a Kobe Dean for all three. <laughs> I think. that Well, that's why I put. Walker
0: Fry's floor. I I had them both like I had them I'd literally switched them as we started doing the podcast just to kinda give you something else. But yeah, they're, they're they're both good players.
1: Um I like all these guys.
0: Yeah, they're all good. End of show. Let's move on.
1: See you next week. Finally. Uh, if only it were that simple. If only I would let us do that. Uh, but you know what keeps me going after all these years, AJ? All these shows, over uh, three hundred shows.
0: Whoa, I do, Rob.
1: Yes, that's correct, AJ. It's Athletic Greens. Exactly. Because I've reclaimed my health and armed my immune system with convenient daily nutrition. you got so many adaptogens
0: in your body right now.
1: Especially probiotics. Mm. So many probiotics. Uh, Cold and flu season doesn't even impact me anymore. No, not at all. Uh, Only because I put one scoop in a cup of water or my coffee every day. That's it.
0: Your biotics are so good they fucking went pro.
1: There's no need for a million different pills and supplements. Not at all.
0: You've been like that for years. Yeah.
1: You know what I've been doing, AJ? I've been uh, I've been going on down to athleticgreens.com slash sports drink and ordering my athletic greens. And now I've got a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Love it. Wait, wait. You know how I'm always traveling, right? <laughs> you don't stop. Well, now I've got five free travel packs. Whoa. For my next five travels. That's great.
0: That's just so easy to, to carry.
1: Yeah. And I, I know you're interested in this because you also travel a ton. That, so uh, yeah. especially especially during the peak of the pandemic you were traveling.
0: <laughs> I needed my immune support then more than ever.
1: Uh, so athleticgreens.com slash sports drink is how AJ can take ownership over your health and others if you want. So head on down to color Cast. Which is also a place that's a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's a lot better than uh, other ones who have had the same ad read. Yeah, Free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. I'd love to talk to Ian Rappaport in, in real time.
0: <laughs> She's like when what he's doing a, a hit on Apple Network, you're, you're calling him up. Who's
1: your favorite insider that uh, you
0: to? Tom Pelissero.
1: Really? No, you're, Mike. You're Mike Garful. is Garifullo. the pick. Garful yeah. seems like, like, actually fun.
0: Yeah, Garful is my favorite. Love um, him on Good Morning Football. Best show on TV. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, <laughs> does Shrags count as an
1: insider? <laughs> He's the best insider. He's so good, he doesn't have to do full time. Perfect for watching partisan debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting and breaking news. Share your own experiences on the ColorCast app. All you have to do is download the ColorCast app, free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and be notified when rooms go live. Um, okay, how many linebackers you want to do? 40? No, 20. Okay, give me your 20 to 16. All right, thank you.
0: Uh, number 20 for me. <clears throat> we talked about like a weird amount of these guys. Kyron Johnson, I got an early 6th. Uh, 19 is where I got Jeremiah Gamel, early 6th. 18, Aaron Hansford, early 6th. 17, Brandon Smith, early 6th. 16, I got Rob's favorite player, uh, Mike Rose. I got him a late 5th from Iowa State. And uh, that's it. There's
1: a lot of Jim Nagy's guys there.
0: A lot of Nagsters, boys. Is Jim your guy for linebacker play? E- yeah, for special teams linebackers. He's my boy.
1: All right, 20 for me, I got Mike Rose of Iowa State, simply because he's 6'4". Yeah. Uh, I got a, a late day three. Uh, 19, I got Micah McFadden of Indiana, late day three. Uh, 18, I got DeMarco Jackson of Appalachian State with a sixth. 17, I got Jeremiah Gamel of North Carolina with a sixth. And then 16, I got Brandon Smith of Penn State with a fifth.
0: 15, I got Micah McFadden. I, I like him. I got like a mid-late fifth. I think, you know, All
1: these guys are kind of the same player.
0: They are, yeah. I think McFadden's the best of the special teams group. So I he, he is. Uh,
1: I've got a Neville Hewitt comp on him. So it's, it's a good one.
0: Uh, Fourteen. I got the pride of Stillwater, Malcolm Rodriguez. Uh, another another f- fifth round grade. Uh, Thirteen. I got JoJo, early fifth round. grade. Oh, you're low on JoJo. Okay. I'm low on the JoJo. Uh,
1: Nagy's pissed about.
0: Nagy's that. pissed. Uh, and then we get into my like real fourth round linebackers. The two I like. I can't believe you didn't choose twelve Terrell Bernard from Baylor, hey. mid fourth round grade, and eleven's my guy Darren Beavers. I got a mid fourth okay. too.
1: Okay, I got I got Bernard twelve and Be- Beavers eleventh.
0: I think that's correct.
1: That is correct, and those are those are the 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 best two fourth round grades you can get. I take them both. Um, respect.
0: Pair them together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Bernard Bernard, uh, will interchangeable? And at no, no. interchangeable. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 15, fifteen. I got the hands man, Aaron Hansford of B and M with a fifth. Uh, fourteen, Damone Clark, LSU with a fifth. Thirteen, Malcolm Rodriguez of Oklahoma State with a fifth. Twelve, Bernard Baylor fourth. Uh, Beavers, Cincinnati fourth. you
0: um, like the dough man.
1: Uh, anyone who plays overhang for any period of time, regardless of their ability at it, earns <laughs> a grade from me. Uh, anyone uh, anybody
0: uh, you want to really talk
1: about it? You want to just move on? Any any comps you want? Uh, who's your Bernard comp? Uh, Foy. Oluwakan. That's a good one. That's my boy. Remember That's I good. liked Foy on the park podcast four years ago or whatever?
0: Who's your Malcolm? Yeah. Who d- Who didn't? Who <laughs> remember that is? What's your Malcolm Rodriguez comp?
1: Uh, Cole Holcomb.
0: Mine is Ben Bercurvin.
1: Oh, I like that.
0: I think I stole that from Dane Berger, but it's, it works so well.
1: My Hansford comp is uh, Jermaine Pratt, by the way.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Thank I like you. I like Hantsford. Hansford's a good player.
1: Yeah. Uh DeMarco Jackson, I put Denzel Perriman.
0: <laughs> that's that's a big one actually.
1: <laughs> Just let him play a bunch of snaps He'll lead the league in tackles, I promise. I love it.
0: I wanna uh, hear why you are on Jojo Domin, so let's, let's let's get into
1: this. No wait, wait, can I give you one more? Yeah. Jack Sanborn, Robert Spillane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh go ten to six.
0: Uh, number ten, I got uh, the Ass Man, Brian Asamoah, baby, Oklahoma, late third, early fourth round grade. We love me. the Ass Man. I love him. Uh, nine, the Conundrum himself. I'm, I'm so torn. I want to talk about him the most, to be honest. Is Troy Anderson. Uh, I got a mid late third round grade on him. Uh, eight, I got Christian Harris, another Conundrum, <laughs> mid third. This is my big chunk here, and I, I was hard, I was difficult to separate these guys. So Christian Harris, mid uh, third round grade number eight for me. Seven is where I got Damone Clark,
1: mid-third. And
0: six, I got Channing Tindall. Hey,
1: finish your drink. It's kind of shocked we, we ended up with a, him in the same spot. Um, ten, I got I got the Doe Man, Jojo Doman of Nebraska. Uh, mainly because his name's Jojo, which reminds me of Jojo Rabbit, which gives me fond memories. Um, but, no, I've got a fourth-round grade on him, though. Like, I don't uh, – I, I got an early fifth,
0: him. so I'm like, I'm not
1: that – Far. I don't know but like the, there was like I mean I don't know if we said this on show or off show last week there was like second round talk about him at one point he's like 25 no thanks yeah he's, he didn't test and that he didn't play. test that well he didn't have his greatest senior bowls everyone said he was going to his tape's not that great, like amazing or anything um anyway sorry yeah, nine like, I, I just, got the uh,
0: sorry yeah I just don't know the spot for him in the NFL you know like,
1: anyways, n- nine, nine I got an Asamoah of Oklahoma Love with it. a fourth yeah uh Eight, I got Troy Anderson of and Montana State with a third. I'm surprised we're on uh, par here. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm surprised
0: we're, we're on par here. I was, I wasn't sure I was going to be on Anderson. Sorry, sorry for
1: that. Leo Chenal of Wisconsin's my seventh, the third, uh, and then six. I got the Tin Man uh, of Georgia with a third.
0: A lot of nicknames in this group. I love it. You know, it's a good linebacker. Linebackers group. all need nicknames. It's
1: so true. Um, Brian Asimova, what do you think? If he was bigger, I think I'd like him even more. Like, he's, he flows really well. He gets downhill quickly. He's not afraid to blow a guy up. Yeah. Um, he His run fits are pretty decent given his lack of size, lack of length. Uh, I just don't – like, he's not good enough in coverage to justify, uh, like, me yeah, he feeling make, super confident. Comp- yeah, yeah. Because, like, the lack of length is obviously a concern, but he's a good athlete. Who who's a physical player, but what am I like? If he can't, but can't get off blocks at times, doesn't have great instincts, and can't be a consistent player on cover downs, that's where I get worried.
0: Yeah, like he's fluid in coverage. You don't see a lot of plays on the ball, though. Um, I don't know. Like they, he's good at blitz timing, but he's not really effective because he's not that strong.
1: Yeah, like that's that's I I feel like that's something that in the NFL like he's not going to be he's not going to do no exactly, but like I like the pursuit like
0: the Ranger pursuit like he's got the good oh, I forgot to of give direction. all my comps I'll, I'll it's okay we'll do him as we go through these guys guy I forgot to too Uh okay. he's got the good change of direction Uh like like there's a lot of like false steps like I think that's the big issue with him but like he he got that quickness to recover and like, he's good at working through the trash on the second level. But yeah, it's another guy. It's like hard to see exactly what you're doing with him. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like I I do think there's upside for him to be a starting. Will though, like if you get some, if you if behind a big a defensive line that can kind of keep him clean, with uh, a a Mike beside him who's kind of running the show. Yeah, like that, and you take him along slowly. Like the athleticism and the uh, the take on skills, I think, are there for him.
0: So like my my high end like. Everything goes well. It's, it really he reminds me of his Jerome Baker, and that, that was my comp. That's
1: a good one. I got Quan Alexander.
0: I like that. Remember when Quan Alexander? Everyone thought he was like one of the best linebackers
1: in the league, and just just fell apart. Good times. Mm, started missing every tackle. Yeah. Still just jumps around being on playoff teams. So it's, it's, it's a good life. Uh, the dough man, like, I think he's a guy who was like playing overhang, and because he played and he a former safety, like I feel like he's been given this check mark of oh this guy can cover but he doesn't cover that well he looks and good out there
0: like you know he's fluid he,
1: he moves a lot like a safety so i just like he's not gonna play overhang in the nfl no, um no and, and and so and then when he's playing like a more traditional like dropping uh in zone coverage as a true linebacker he like isn't that great at like picking up crossers yeah let guys get get cross them uh and and then he he also lacks some size and um, yeah like he's, he's well
0: built but like he's only 6'1 228 and he's got short arms
1: yeah like and in, in, in he str- really struggles to stack and shed he's gonna be 25 soon yeah like there's just all these things that like i don't think you can take a guy like that in the second or third round yeah and like he's a much and,
0: better player like
1: outside than he is in the hashes exactly exactly and like i'm not gonna be using him there
0: yeah, so that's why I, I don't even I couldn't even put a fourth round grade on him. I like him. He's a fun football player, but like I don't know where he's gonna what he's gonna do for
1: me. Um I put a Matt Milano Comp begrudgingly.
0: <laughs> Wait, who do I have? Shit that I close. It? I might mean, not have one. He's a, he's a weird one, but yeah. That's that's a begrudging. I can't believe you did that to yourself.
1: Uh, so Troy Anderson is, he's another guy who, like, he, he did the overhang thing, but he also played other positions at Montana State. Yeah, like, not, just. not, not just running back or quarterback, but <laughs> yeah. he, he threw for 1,200 yards and ran for 1,800 with 33 touchdowns. But, like, you saw him play more of a traditional, like, stacked linebacker spot, too. You saw him play some edge. They kind of just deployed him, it felt like, in different ways against different teams that, um... Like he was their chess piece and they put him in a spot that would have the most impact against specific teams, which was fun. Yeah. I just like, I don't think his instincts are good enough. Like no, he's six four two forty three, 43. Bad. He's a great athlete. He's so long. um, But yeah, the instincts hold me back, but I do think he can cover. And I think there's, there's a lot of potential there for him to be a guy who kind of, handles tight ends in the NFL.
0: Mm, I like that. Yeah, like he's still like learning the linebacker position. Exactly. He's still slow diagnosing. Like He's just like letting offensive line get to him on the second level. Like he's struggling getting off blocks. He's still learning how to take on blocks. Um, but yeah, no, I. I like I think – like he's still getting a feel for zone, but like I think he's like plenty active. He flows well. He's got those bouncy feet. He's loose in coverage. Um, he just needs to kind of read the quarterback eyes and read the play better. I – He's dripping with potential. Like he's dripping with potential. Yeah. Like he's so well put together. Like you said, he's a really physical dude. Like he's got that great range. Like he's gonna be a core special teamer, and he's got that gadget potential. He's he's like a guy I want on my team that I'm really hoping that I can develop into something.
1: Uh, I I put a DeAndre Le- 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 Levy comp on him. So it's an interesting one. Thank you. Who took some time but became one of the best cover linebackers in the league for a while. Um, we did Chenault. We did uh, Damone Clark. My Chennault comps Leighton Vanderash. Yeah, yeah, that feels like a good one. I I stole another one from Dane
0: Brugler, and uh, it's it's uh, uh Jordan Brooks,
1: because he's kind of like that, that
0: tightly wound guy that's all downhill. hmm Yeah.
1: Um, Tyndall, Tyndall's fun because he's not really ever a, been a starter, but if you play at, like any other school, he'd be like all conference. Uh, 6'2", 230 pounds. Another guy who's just a ridiculous athlete, four four seven. Mm-hmm. Uh good good combo of length, physicality, really aggressive play player downhill. Uh, doesn't really miss any tackles. Um, but two things really with him and it's what kept him from I think having a full time role is Nakobe Dean was the the shot colour of that defense and had the instincts. Quay Walker was the, the longer space player. Uh and like I just not sure what Tyndall's gonna do on cover downs. He just had, um, doesn't
0: have the experience there.
1: Exactly. But like, like the athletic
0: traits are there,
1: but like I would bet on him over everyone else we've really talked about so far because he's coming from that uh, the SEC, he's coming from Georgia. He's he's he he hits you with purpose. His take on skills are great. Yeah. Um he is so twitchy. He is uh he just plays like a madman. So I'm, I'm more willing to to take him and, and kind of develop him over some of these other guys who I think are are tougher projects. Uh, but, yeah, I'd really like to know. Like, I threw a D'Amico Ryan's comp on him.
0: I put a Zach Brown comp. <laughs> Um That's
1: a good one. Zach Brown. Anytime you've got a guy who just hits, like, a, 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 yeah. a brick wall and is twitchy as hell, Zach Brown's a good comp. Yeah,
0: I feel like he's so, so good at, like, uh, playing outside runs. Like, he just explodes he, he just has a, such a good feel of like scraping the blocks and getting home um yeah I really like Channing Tyndall. um I, I agree like he, of the guys we talked about if I had a bet on any of them it'd it be Tyndall. It be Zach Brown ran a 448 at 244 pounds yeah
1: I, I know Zach Brown's the best um oh, so I love we, Zach, Brown. Zach Brown might be my favorite player in NFL history <laughs> so
0: we hit I think we've hit everyone that
1: you've gone to right yeah zach brown had 149 tackles was the second team all pro in 2016 and that's what chan going to be all 20 right 20 give seconds. me your give me your five to one
0: <laughs> five is where i got the Muma baby chad Muma, uh, early third round grade four this is where i got leo chanel i'm betting on it i got a late second on him and then we got our top top three already and yeah. in, in the book here quay walker number three early to mid second round grade Devin Lloyd, number two, that's like my borderline 25 to 40 range grade. And and I got the same grade under Kobe Dean, 25 to 40 is my linebacker one. And, yeah, push comes to shove, I'm, I'm betting on Dean.
1: Same. Yeah, big time. Uh, five, I've got Christian Harris of Alabama, uh, second-round grade with a Deion Jones comp. Uh, four, I got the Moo Man of Wyoming, second-round grade with a Nick Barnett throwback comp. Uh, three, I got Quay, uh, sec- high second-round grade. Mm-hmm. Um, high enough grade that like, where is he? He's thirty-two on my board right okay. now. Okay, so that's why you want um, to take him. That makes sense. Yeah, correct. Uh, Devondre Campbell comp, who's like one of my favorite players. Uh, two Devon Lloyd of Utah, first round grade with Darius Leonard comp, uh, and then one Nicobe Dean with uh, the classic Jonathan Vilma comp. Um, <laughs>
0: that's a good one. Okay, sorry, sorry, I didn't do my comps. Uh, my Nicobe Dean comp is uh is Deion Jones, who you had for. But you have him? yeah. That you just had, yeah. That for Christian Harris, for Harris, uh, my Devon Lloyd comp is Clay Matthews.
1: Um, like Clay Matthews playing off ball linebacker, yeah. Like exactly. when, when they were sending him to Pro Bowls as an off ball linebacker, exactly. He was bad, exactly.
0: Yep. And mixing in the patch, right? That's exactly it. He was... Clay
1: Matthews. Sorry, I just wanted to go like see how many how many Pro Bowls did Clay Matthews make undeservedly, and it is like three he was as many as i thought
0: yeah i thought it was me like six um <laughs> my quay walker comp is uh demario da- i think i have demario davis i think quay is a hard one to comp uh my Muma i comp, love davis. i did the Wait. lazy
1: yeah do you sorry you put demario davis for quay yeah yeah like a uh i like i love demario davis one of my favorite players uh
0: i think i did the laziest thing possible for chad movement with logan wilson and my uh my Christian Harris comp is Wesley Woodyard
1: oh that's a good one actually
0: I am surprised you're I, I like Christian Harris Christian Harris is super interesting let's talk Christian Harris yeah
1: like Christian Harris to me is the day two nakobe Dean like he's lacking in size now he no, let me let me add. He's not the same tackler, and he doesn't have the same instincts. Yeah, he, but he's that's lack- the big knock, yeah. He's lacking in size, but he's got this – he's really explosive downhill. He's got great range. He's a really good blitzer. I think he does yeah. a good job uh, with run fits. Um, struggles to get off blocks. Yeah. But, like, okay. I think like, you can see the, the discipline as an Alabama linebacker. I, I liked him more than I thought I was going to. I think he's a day-one starting wheel linebacker
0: yeah i think will's his spot there i i like you know I, the range and burst is really impressive like the ability to track and run like the play down outside um fastest 40 of the top guys yeah the burst like when he sees a hole and to attack the backfield is really impressive you know i like the quicks and like the smooth hits so, like it elude blocks but like and he plays with really good balance but i don't know he's a slow processor it's it's a lot of like <laughs> that's range. why i want to stick him at will
1: yeah, I think I he's a much better st- player there. Uh, I'm earlier. just trying to stick all these guys at at will with a, a smart linebacker in place and in, in Mike. You
0: know what I found though is sometimes his his motor is a little. Eh, I, I think he's hitting, miss filling gaps. I think he's giving like inside leverage, but he's, he doesn't hit that hard. And sometimes, like I feel like at the b- per- perimeter, he's just like going into blocks. Like he. He's I not need his ha-
1: his his take on skills have to improve. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, Muma, I think Muma's really interesting because the obviously he's got that length. And he's another guy who to me he can he's like the Quay Walker of if Quay Walker's the early second round, like if you miss on him, like I would take Chad Muma because of his length, his versatility to kind of play all three linebacker positions, mm-hmm. his ability to kind of handle space. He he plays in space so much better than I thought he would. Um and he he also like his explosion numbers are pretty impressive. His instincts are kind of what held me back, but yeah at, at sticking a higher grade on him. Because sometimes he kind of, I thought he kind of looked lost, and, and he he would take false steps. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, uh, a guy who uses his length well, both in coverage and when taking uh, uh, taking on both blocks and um, and backs. So I I think he's another guy. Like I think I I feel pretty confident that was gonna be a starter by like week three in the NFL.
0: I love the the effort too. He's got got such a great motor. Like he's got the great play demeanor. Like, that, that checks the box for the NFL. He's got that straight-line athleticism, like you said. He's always around the football, and hes I think he's a really solid tackler. Um, Yeah, just, like, taking on blocks, I think he, he
1: struggles a little bit. But, like, so, at least, so, kind of my, because a lot of these guys do, but when, yeah. I feel better about it when it's a guy who's got some length and has shown the physicality that I just, yeah. I don't know, maybe Craig Bowles doesn't know how to coach linebackers all that well. Who knows? But, <laughs> wrong. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, uh, like, I, I, that's a guy who, like, him, Quay, like, just the length and the athleticism and the ability to play in space, like, gets me really excited, especially yeah. on day two.
0: It's impressive how comfortable he is, like, picking up a back in coverage and, like, flipping his hips and running with him.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I would I, – let's – looking at this class, like, if I, – I would way rather take a Dean – or sorry, I take a Quay Walker or a Chad Muma on day two, then a Dean or a Lloyd on day one, even though I love Dean. Yeah,
0: yeah, just, that's fair. Just,
1: just because both both those guys check the length box, they check the athleticism box. I've seen them in space. Yeah. Uh, and and it's I don't want to use premium picks on non-premium positions.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, how high do you think uh, Demon Lloyd's gonna go?
1: Um. I, let me pull up Tankathon as I do
0: I think it's kind of hard uh, finding the fits for Lloyd and Dean and I feel like oh he's going nine
1: <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> um go back like, to Utah
0: baby you can't go wrong that's like of,
1: yeah. I don't think it'll be the Jets uh one cause like I, they, they've invested too much money in CJ Mosley and uh two Sal is coming from the 49ers where they found Fred Warner in the third round and I think that matters Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the most hilarious thing would be like the Falcons finally getting rid of Deion Jones's salary and then taking him at eight. Um, Washington just took one. So I really hope it's not them. I don't think it's going to be Minnesota. Houston wouldn't like, would that shock you? No,
0: that's a fair one.
1: Cause like, especially for them, I, I think they're going to put a premium on culture building yeah. right now. Yeah. And he's going to check that box. Obviously Lovey Lovey's going to love them. Like, Exactly. Like, they already have my boy Neville Hewitt and Christian Kirksey's, but, uh, um, no, like, so that, that, that to me is the earliest. Like, I, before that would kind of shock me. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I think Dane had him going 10 to the Jets. He's got him like number nine seven for to all. the J- Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, After Houston, like Philly, Philly makes a lot of sense to me. Mm -hmm. I would so much prefer Dean there, though. Um, I hope Dean ends up with like a playoff team, though.
0: Like we, like you said at the top, like you know that, you know the only time you should be drafting linebackers in the first is like one year that, the the playoff team that's missing a one. You know what I mean. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So he, he would be. I'm just trying to. Where, where would you kind of pencil them in with these playoff teams if you went in the first round? Dallas would be fun. Yeah, that. Would, I don't that think they're. I really don't think they're. They, it sounds like they're going O line or receiver.
0: Yeah, they love driving.
1: Arizona the Cardinals just need. A, uh, they've realized no, no, their mistakes. The they, no, no, no. They t- they, they realized Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins are too tall. <laughs> they need a short linebacker.
0: That should be kind of sick. You're right. You're right. I'm in on that. Um, sorry. I'm just playing with the. Who's gonna be the Who's gonna be the jock of this class?
1: That's a good question. Um, I don't know. The history of second round productive productive second round linebackers is really strong. I'm just glancing at it. If okay, removing the just final question before we get out of here Mm -hmm. and uh, set our sights on this cornerback class and Sauce Gardner. of, let's let's remove Dean, Lloyd, Walker, and Muma from the conversation. Because okay. uh, Which of the rest of the linebackers do you think has – it's week 17, week 18 in the NFL, and, and they're like in the thick of the defensive rookie of the year uh, uh, race? And, and and by saying that, I mean it's like top 10, let's say, in the defensive rookie of the year race. Well,
0: does, does it count if Troy Anderson's got like 10 rushing touchdowns?
1: Wait, is he going to be offensive and defensive?
0: <laughs> yeah, and special teams. Um, that's a good question. See, I would say Leo Chanel for the flashy plays. But I don't know how, how early he's going to be on the field. But I don't know. But if he goes early second, he's going to be playing immediately, right? So, so I'll go with Leo Chanel.
1: Okay. Okay. I'm mean, going to go with Tyndall. I like that.
0: That's a good pick. That's that where I was going to go, but I'm like... Let's go Chanel for the flashiness. Um, yeah, I would kind of love to see Nicobe Dean as a Kansas City Chief, just a throwback. I
1: say. know, but they got Willie Gay and Nick Bolton. Like they're not gonna prioritize it. Like I know, I would, but they won't. Um, it's okay. Micah McFadden's gonna go undrafted and then be defensive rookie year when like the the Jaguars sign him undrafted, and but he has to start and he makes mm. 150 tackles. He seems like a jag.